Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. 30,000 small business owners across Canada told the Canadian Federation of Independent Business weeks ago if emergency measures stayed in place until today, 31st of May, they would forever go out of business. So businesses are starting to reopen. Confidence is starting to return, as I read from CFIB news releases. But what is actually happening on the ground with the small business community? Dan Kelly is back with us, the president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. We've spent a lot of time with Mr. Kelly over the last couple of months. So, Dan, thank you for the time. And here we are, 31st of May, declared deadline day by 3% of small business owners. Where are we? Well, there's some good news and bad news. The good news is is that the economy is starting to open up in, in parts of the country. We've also seen some of the support programs begin to kick in and, and deliver dollars to businesses that are in need. Uh, so there is slightly more optimism than, than, there were, than there was a couple of weeks ago. The most recent number, Roy, uh, that, uh, that we are uh, about to share is that uh, there's 12% of businesses that are, that are right now uh, thinking seriously about closing or shut or going closing their business altogether or going bankrupt. So that's that's different than those that that worry that this may happen. Twelve percent are actually right now considering doing it. So we have thirty eight percent of the business community across Canada open. Uh, that means that over sixty percent of the business community remains closed fully or partially really dark times for many on an ongoing basis, but there are some rays of optimism. Some businesses are beginning to open their doors. They're, they're facing a new host of problems, but, but they, you know, the fact that they can actually start to draw an income and, and get back to work is, is in and of itself uh, some positive news. You know, it would have to help emotionally, if, if nothing else, and you start to get some traffic in your store, you start to have a degree of hope. Uh, I just did, the, you know, the fundamental math. 3% said they would close. You're telling us 12% are thinking actively about it. That's 120,000. If 3% is yeah. 30,000, that's 120,000 businesses across Canada. I still believe that we are not going to get out of this without tens of thousands of businesses closing their doors. Even that's the optimistic scenario. So... Mm. Uh, and, but it's not all going to happen at once. I mean, there are some businesses that have made that decision now, and we're hearing from an increasing number of them, restaurant owners and others that have said, you know what, we, we, we've seen what's, what's about to happen. We're not going to be able to make it through it. Uh, but as we go into summer and then into fall, there are, will be more businesses that are going to be able to, that are going to uh, be faced with the decision of closing their doors for good. Um, and that's a real shame. I mean, the, we can expect in our neighborhoods across the country to see a lot fewer independent businesses. If that's just replaced the big chain stores, I, I feel like we've really lost something as a nation if yeah. we've made it too tough for these independent guys uh, to stay in business. Yeah. And then, of course, we've seen this week governments trying to make it worse by talking about, I understand why, but they're talking about in some parts of the country, jacking up minimum wages, and in other parts of the it, right across the country, the prime minister talked about providing ten days of paid sick leave to every Canadian worker permanent. Yeah, what's he thinking? What's he thinking? I don't know. I like uh, that's that just bizarre. Be, given given where work, we are, that's bizarre. Uh, for that to work, we have to assume that there's all sorts of big fat cat businesses just sitting around chopping on cigars. I mean, there's just not. These guys are broke, and I don't know why governments would even dare to think that, you know, I guess that during the emergency, we may need special sick leave provisions to discourage people from uh, coming into work while they're still the risk of COVID-19. 
But to make a decision like that on a permanent basis is really, really dangerous. Roy, I could go forward with the recommendation to government that we love the 75% wage subsidy, so let's keep that as a permanent measure in Canada. But that's sure stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be on you. I'd be on you in three seconds. No kidding. No kidding. I mean, that would be the most ridiculous measure possible to, to subsidize on an ongoing basis because we bankrupt the country in, in about uh, in about a year and a half. I know when they when they talk when they started talking about that uh, that, that plan, uh, and it's really provincial jurisdiction. I thought, who's who stopped thinking? And uh, there's another part to that story. I won't drag you into it because. <laughs> That's 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 not what you're here to talk to me about. What's the greatest concern, uh, Dan? What remains the greatest concern for for the small business community right now that's pandemic based? Well, for the sixty percent that are not open now, that are not that are actually barred from opening in many in many provinces, that's their number one concern. Just having the permission to open. Second to that is being able to, on a practical basis, serve customers once again because. For many, these ongoing physical distancing requirements, needed as they may be, are really going to deal a a tough blow to businesses. If your restaurant that was barely making money beforehand now is only able to serve 50% of the normal customer volume, uh, you're you're in for months and months and months of losing money if you want to stay open. So getting customers feeling safe enough to come back is a big part of this, and we're working on some measures to try to do just that. You know, not far from where I live, there's a liquor store, a provincial liquor store, the Liquor Control Board of Ontario, an LCBO store, and it has within 30 seconds walk several small businesses that were forced to close. And to me, that has has sort of, when I drive by, and once in a while I stop in, but when I drive by, that to me speaks so loudly. Dan, thank you for what you do, and thanks for joining us today, and uh, we'll, we'll obviously be staying in touch. Anytime. Thank you. All the best. Dan Kelly, President, CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.